Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Akashic Musings Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the trauma that comes with having a chronic physical or mental illness. Last week we talked about insidious trauma. How can we identify when we have insidious trauma existing under the surface? Because trauma can show up in very sneaky ways, in ways that we don't think are really obvious or quote-unquote dramatic to be able to garner our attention for healing. And it's important to know that the way that our nervous system interprets experiences in our lives can be very different from what we consciously understand. So we may not think something is traumatic, but our nervous system may encode it that way. And so we get to understand more by listening to the signals of our body, by understanding what's going on in our subconscious mind, um, by really bringing our awareness to what are the signals that trauma could be existing under the surface. And again, this doesn't mean you have to dive into all of them. It simply means that We're educating ourselves so that if it comes up repeatedly in a patterned way, we can address it in order to move forward if it's getting in the way with moving towards our desires, okay? So the first most obvious point to talk about when it comes to chronic physical or mental illness is the diagnosis itself. Getting the diagnosis can be very challenging, and it can also be even more challenging when you're dealing with somebody, with a doctor that you don't feel fully understands you or is is fully listening to you or is taking a real holistic approach. And when I say holistic, I mean body, mind, spirit, environment, energy, etc. Looking at the whole picture and not just saying, here's your lab data, here's your diagnosis. Okay. So it can be hard because you can go to a bunch of specialists and not really trust what is coming back to you because they all disagree. And so that can be a frustrating part of diagnosis too. It's like, what do I have? And we can get really fixated on getting a diagnosis. And sometimes that's very helpful to know so that we can treat ourselves either through medical treatment or through holistic treatments. But I don't want it to be the end-all be-all. For instance, I worked with a functional medicine doctor for a year for the autoimmune diagnosis that I received. And her perspective I thought was very helpful, which is it doesn't matter the actual name of the diagnosis. If it's autoimmune-related, it's autoimmune-related. You treat the autoimmune, right? So don't get so caught up in knowing the exact diagnosis Um If you're dealing with something more chronic in the background, okay? And more importantly, you want to focus on listening to your body because your body has more wisdom than anybody. And it's good to put all of this information together from the doctors, from yourself, from your environment, um, and from your body so that you can really make the best 
soul aligned decision to be able to move forward and assisting yourself with healing. So the diagnostics is one piece. And sometimes even before the diagnostics happen, an event occurs. So for me, it was sepsis. I had sepsis and that event itself was very, very traumatic. Um, but the aftermath was just as traumatic. The multiple hospital visits afterwards, the hundreds and hundreds of doctors and specialists and tests that I went through, the conflicting opinions. So um, the event itself can carry and encode a lot of trauma for us as well. Um, and so that could be a psychotic break if it's mental health related. It could be a fall or a car accident if it's physical health related. It could be, again, a diagnosis, um, a cancer diagnosis or a chronic diagnosis, okay? So that's step one. And it's important to um, allow yourself to definitely do some trauma work around the event if there's an event that stands out that really still plays in your mind from time to time because I promise you that there are remnants there that you're holding that are important for you to release. Um, the other piece that can be traumatic is when we get to the point where we realize there's lessons within our illness and it's like, okay, what am I, why do I have this? Because we're meant to have it for a reason. It's serving a purpose. We're supposed to extract lessons from it. We're meant to grow from everything that we encounter in this lifetime. So that can be frustrating. I know that for me, I felt pretty resistant at the beginning with that concept because it felt like I was blaming myself in some way for having what I have and really not having the awareness early enough, in my opinion, to be able to prevent what happened. Um, and so it does come with some self-forgiveness as part of that process. And um, it also comes with really an understanding of, does it really matter where I was before? Where do I want to go? What do I believe? Okay. Because when I first got feedback from my doctor that I was going to continue to decompensate and keep getting worse, that's when my intuition was loud and clear. I just don't believe you. Like I don't see that for myself. And I started looking into alternatives. And so that can also be traumatic because we're so used to listening to doctors. I was told for my whole life, you know, doctors are authority figures. Don't be late for your appointments. Listen to what they say, et cetera. And so it can almost feel a little defiant to say, no, I don't agree with you. And I'm at the point now where it doesn't feel defiant at all. I'm just a human having a conversation with another human. And I'm able to share if I disagree or if we see things differently. Um, but it wasn't that that way in the beginning because I was feeling really desperate. And when we are feeling desperate for help, unfortunately, we can end up taking advice or feedback or treatments that don't fully serve us because we're so anxious and so eager to just get relief that we just go with whatever. But unfortunately, what can happen is then we can get even more frustrated and more traumatized because we're putting all of our energy and our time and our focus into getting better and then it's not working and then we feel these repeated letdowns so that's something to be really conscious of as well and another piece that I wanted to share here is anytime you get sick when you have a chronic illness mental health or physical this is what happens very often so you'll get sick let's say you have a physical illness we'll start there you get sick and you're like all right I'm going to ride this out, whatever. I'm going to take care of myself. And then it just keeps going on, right? It's like three weeks later, five weeks later, eight weeks later, three months later, and you still don't feel well. You still don't feel like yourself. And previously, you've just had this good run. Like you felt decent. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? I thought I was getting better, right? And 
what happens is you can start to go down that rabbit hole of actually having much less tolerance of being sick than you ever used to because you're like, oh my gosh, I just can't. I can't feel this way anymore. And your mind starts to go. What happens if this is the time that it never goes away? What happens if this is going to get worse? What happens if I go back to the hospital? What happens if, right? What does this mean? We're trying to find meaning in it instead of just allowing it to flow through us, right? And listening to our bodies and getting the rest that we need. And that can be traumatizing too, that you're doing everything you need to for your body and your mental health and you are resting. You're taking good care of yourself. You are eating all of the right things, and yet you still get sick, and it's frustrating. And so that's where the lessons are. That's where we need to listen and really lean back and and um, trust, right? Trust that the universe is bringing something to us that we don't necessarily fully understand. But that doesn't mean our human isn't going to be frustrated in the moment as well, okay? So, and then when we're talking about mental health, I see this all the time. People who have been chronically depressed or have chronic anxiety when it comes up for them again, even just one time or a few days in a row, it's that mindset of, oh, here we go again, right? Here we go again, entering into a cycle. I'm going to get depressed and then I'm not going to be able to do this or that. I'm going to get anxious and then I'm not going to be able to breathe right, blah, blah, blah. And so you start having this snowball effect with your mind of, you know, how how am I going to get through this? What is this going to look like? And again, what is the meaning? Um, and that doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. So it's important for us to recognize each symptom as a moment in time and love ourselves despite it. Love ourselves no matter how shitty we feel. Love ourselves no matter how much we want to escape our bodies or our minds and be able to come back in a different body or a different mind. And really the key here is to stay out of the mind, right? The number one thing you can do that can help you is meditation. And you don't have to analyze whether it's working. Don't think about, okay, how much is this affecting my health? Just do it every day. Start with 30 seconds, stare at a candle flame, or listen to some meditation music, or listen to a guided meditation. Do a walking meditation if you want. But what I can promise you is with consistency with that, you're going to notice more resilience over time. You're going to notice you're not going to get stuck in this mind loop as much over time. And the more that we can take a higher perspective and really quiet the mind so that we're not telling all these stories and creating meaning out of all of this, the better we're going to be, okay? And also asking for help. This is a beautiful opportunity for us. With our nervous systems in general, they require connection in order for us to function, in order for us to actually survive. Our nervous systems require co-regulation with another person. And so allow yourself to feel connected and to, to be helped by someone else, okay? Because that's actually going to regulate your nervous system. So those are just a couple tips to, to start working through this. And you can definitely message me if you're somebody who's been experiencing any of this in your life, because I love hearing from you and I love being able to support and open your eyes to all the possibilities that are available to you to be able to move forward. And that doesn't mean, you know, the list of all the things that you can do. It means, you know, what are just giving you hope, right? And showing you the unique path that you are meant to walk to really allow your diagnosis to be your superpower. So thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. 
Shoot me an email if you want, emergehealingandwellness at gmail.com or message me on Instagram, emergehealingandwellness is my handle, and I will talk to you so soon. Have a great one. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.